Hello, Bison. Welcome to the Hill Talks podcast from the Hilltop. I'm Olivia Green, the multimedia editor with a weekly roundup to keep you up to date with the latest news and campus happenings. Thank you so much for being here this week. More bomb threats, off-campus housing costs with a very special guest, and monkeypox. Let's get into the news. I feel like it's going to happen again. That's what Alexia Stewart, a sophomore biology major and Towers resident, told the Hilltop after Howard University received its second bomb threat within 48 hours and its eighth of this calendar year on August 26th. Students living in Howard Plaza Towers east and west were woken up by the alarm system to evacuate at around 2.40 a.m. that Friday. The bomb threat was made just four minutes earlier to the Metropolitan Police Department by an unidentified male caller. Now, police didn't find anything after searching towers, and students were able to return inside at around 5.30 a.m. after an all-clear was issued on the Bison Safe app. An email sent that morning by the Office of Communications noted that investigators may have leads on the location of the originating call, but the Hilltop could not confirm any identifying information about the caller. The story is still developing, however, and we will continue to update you all as new information emerges. Thank you to the Hilltop's campus editor, J.D. Jean-Jacques, for reporting on this. To find out more, check out the full story on thehilltoponline.com. Let's get to the next one. So it's no secret that Howard students have a lot to contend with when it comes to housing. Upperclassmen specifically have to navigate the challenges of living off campus during record high inflation while adjusting to the rising costs of living in D.C., one of the most expensive cities in the country. The Hilltop's editor-in-chief, Jasper Smith, wrote an editorial about this challenge and the layers around it. She's here today to tell us more. Thank you so much for joining me, Jasper. Of course. Thank you so much for having me. So in your story, you noted that a lot of students have to make a choice between affordability and proximity to campus. Tell me more about why that decision has to happen. Well, Olivia, as you know, after sophomore year, students are no longer guaranteed housing um, here at Howard University. So essentially two whole classes have been kind of pushed off campus and have to find a place to live for the first time. And given the rising cost of apartments around campus in this area, not everyone can afford that. So more students are having to either take out loans, use their refund money, or rely on family to pay for these spaces, while other students who don't have those resources are having to find housing further away from the city and hopes that the costs will be more reasonable. Right. So give us an overview of what the off-campus housing options are like for students. Tell me a little bit about price, proximity, and what the commute is like. Yeah, so I can speak on this personally. Um, I live about 20 minutes away from campus in Silver Spring. And since I don't live directly in the district, the price is a little bit more reasonable for me. Um, My roommate and I pay around $1,000 each, but a large majority of off-campus students are staying in places like Mazda Grand Mark or V Towers, which are about 30 minutes away from campus, making the commute a little bit more difficult for those who don't have cars. Students have had to rely on the shuttle to get to campus, and with the growing number of students in these apartments, it's been like the Hunger Games trying to get spots on the shuttles from what students have described to me. I've definitely heard a lot about um, trying to beat each other onto the shuttle at the end of the day, too. Uh, So inflation definitely contributes to the cost of living, but it's not the only thing that's affected. So what are some of the other kind of main things that students struggle with financially because of inflation? And in turn, what added pressures does that put on parents? 
Yeah, so rent is up 25% in the district. And not only is it hard finding an affordable place to live, but it's harder to pay for things like gas and groceries. And this could put pressure on any parent who is sending their child to live off on their own for the first time. In my editorial, I spoke with a parent who was struggling with affording not only her lifestyle, but her daughter's. She described having to take money out of her retirement account just to support her daughter's education. So I'm assuming that this is a predicament that a lot of students didn't anticipate when they started at Howard as freshmen. Do these added considerations of cost and lifestyle affect how some students participate in campus life and campus activities? Yeah, so the students I spoke with in my editorial definitely talked about that, how they didn't anticipate this when they came here as freshmen. When you're worried about where you're going to live, how you're going to pay for groceries, it takes away from being able to enjoy your college experience. Definitely. So all of this being said, what do students do? Are there any tips or word of advice for Howard students or prospective Howard students when it comes to dealing with housing costs or just searching for housing in general? Yeah, so there is some help available. The Office of Off-Campus Housing and Community Engagement has resources available for students who are looking for housing. I would encourage students to apply for food assistance programs or food stamps to help alleviate the cost of groceries. And lastly, if you or anyone you know is experiencing food insecurity, Howard University Student Affairs has developed the store at HU where students can register to receive access to food and to reduce short-term food insecurity. Ultimately, my advice would be for underclassmen who are comfortable now, definitely start looking for housing for when you are upperclassmen. Definitely, and I'll make sure to include all of the resources in our show notes as well. All right, Jasper, thank you so much for joining me this week. Make sure to check out the editorial online listeners. It has a really great visual that gives you an overview of some of the nearest and most popular apartment buildings and their price points. The link will be below in the show notes. Thanks again, Jasper. Thank you for having me, Olivia. This infectious disease has impacted almost 17,000 Americans this year and is primarily spread through skin-to-skin contact, according to the CDC. We're talking about monkeypox, and this week the Biden administration struck a deal between Bavarian Nordic, a Danish vaccine company, and a Michigan-based manufacturing organization, Grand River Aseptic Manufacturing, to speed up the country's response to the virus. The deal says that Bavarian Nordic will provide the vaccine order and the Michigan-based company will fill and finish the vaccines here in the U.S., according to a statement released by the vaccine maker. They hope to finish the vials within three months, even though the process usually takes up to nine, in order to react quickly to the virus's spread in the United States. As always, to read more, check out the full story by Hilltop reporter Tiasia Saunders at thehilltoponline.com. Now, before I sign off today, Bison, I have a couple of quick announcements. As I mentioned last week, The Hilltop is partnering with The Washington Post to learn more about how college students are directly impacted by the historic Supreme Court decision to overturn Roe v. Wade this summer. Even though abortion is still legal in D.C., so many of us are from places where there are bans or really restrictive laws against abortion. So how do you feel about going to school with no constitutional protection to abortion? There's a link in the show notes where you can tell us more about how this may affect you, and one of our reporters may reach out to further discuss your story. Lastly, hello to all of you artists listening. The Hilltop is looking for students who are interested in contributing comics and illustrations to the paper. If this sounds like you, 
please reach out to me at multimedia at thehilltoponline.com. And that's all for this week, Bison. Thanks for listening to the Hill Talks podcast, your weekly roundup of everything happening at Howard. Sincerely, the Hilltop. Until next week, I'm Olivia Green in truth and service. Thank you.